0: Hi (laughs) everyone, I always have to wait a second because the whole, yeah, Zoom to Facebook thing. I have been eating these pistachios, salt and vinegar, surprisingly good. I don't know, the jury's still out. It's a little weird, but also really good. I love salt and vinegar. Also, these earrings, I don't know if you can see. So I have these little snakies. They're like permanent earrings that I have. They're just tiny. See those? And I hung these earrings on top of them because the snakies, I can't get them out myself. I need to like go to a a shop. So that's hilarious. So if they come off, (laughs) that's why. Today I want to talk about, uh, I'm just like, I really like going live because for a couple of reasons. One, um, getting the free nervous system education that we all desperately need, but didn't get in school. <laughs> um, two, I like to turn these lives into podcast episodes. So however you want to listen to it, if you're driving, if you're doing whatever, um, watching, driving. Yeah, I like having like the various forms of media. So welcome thanks for tuning in we are going to talk about so i talk about something a lot um and i want to like clarify and dive into the importance of it and like what i mean by it and it's expanding your capacity expanding your nervous system's capacity so okay My whole thing is processing emotions, like learning how to relate to your emotions in a way that supports your life and the things that you want. Um, You know, emotions are things that, I mean, they get in the way of so much, like our emotions, right? We can shut down, we can freeze, we can be so angry and say things we don't mean in a more regulated state. Um, Emotions can stop us from... Taking certain actions that can get us to where we want to be, or at least closer to where we want to be. I mean, emotions are like, it's so, it's so crucial to learn how to relate to your emotions in a way that supports you instead of like hurts you and hinders you and keeps you from like living the life you want to live and blah, blah, blah. So, okay. Um, yes i wrote some examples down here emotions so emotions hard emotions can keep you from applying to that job that you want to apply to because you're scared which can then lead to not getting a job that you want and kind of staying in this like weird you know place where you're just unhappy and you don't like your work but you're like too scared or don't feel good enough to to apply for the next role right Um, Not asking someone out because you think you're not good enough for them. So emotions getting in the way of, um, yeah, like taking the action that could allow you to be in a relationship that's fulfilling to you. Not setting a boundary because you think the other person will get angry and it's easier to just not feel that. And I so identify with that one. I identify with all of these, but Not setting a boundary because there's past shit coming through past triggers and projections from usually your childhood um, and it's leaking into your adult life and you're scared to set boundaries because you're afraid you're going to get yelled at, you're going to get hurt. And so you don't set the boundaries, you feel taken advantage of, you're on the victim triangle, which we'll talk about in a couple of minutes. Okay. Okay when we are controlled by our emotions, it's hard to get the things we want in life, right? And I pretty much already said that, but it's important, I think, to repeat it. So how I work as a coach and a guide is on like two, I mean, I think of them as like two different wavelengths or worlds that are very much interconnected. So we have the practical, grounded, three-dimensional reality, your interpersonal relationship relationships um feeling your emotions so you can process and let go of them right widening your capacity for pleasure so just being able to feel more pleasure and let yourself feel more pleasure and happiness um triggers and trauma and goals you have and how to get them and finances and all you know all of like the the tangible third dimensional reality stuff right so the practical stuff and then i work also on like the spiritual and energetic plane and what i mean by that is like And these things are so, like, interrelated, so there's a lot of overlap, this is just what I came up with when it comes to, like, the spiritual energetic side of things. So um, what is your connection to your higher self, um, which is, to me, just, like, who you, who you really are? Um, Yeah. Visualizations, meditations, like, cutting cord visualizations clearing certain energies from your system, creating energetic membranes and boundaries. And I say membranes because I feel like that like keeps coming up for me. Like um, when I go through visualizations with my clients, when it comes to boundaries, I think of it like a boundary is not like a wall that we're envisioning, but it's like a membrane. It's it's kind of fluid and it's changeable and it's not so solid that like nothing can come in. Um, So yeah, that's one thing, unconscious mind stuff, which to me, you know, it's like the unconscious mind works in like symbols and like some deep archetypes. Um, I wrote something funny here. I wrote the unconscious mind shadow work symbols and archetypes, angels and archangels, which was kind of a joke, but it's also, you know, yeah really delving into the really weird psychedelic world of your unconscious mind that interprets everything in like symbols and and shapes and archetypes and and emotion and sensation and it's it's like very cool I love the unconscious mind. I love it. And I think accessing the unconscious mind is the key. It's the key. Um, Okay. What else with the spiritual energetic side of things? um, I just wrote, like, you know, yeah, other types of visualizations, meditations, Uh, (laughs) choking on the pistachios. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Hypnotherapy? Um, yeah, the hypnotherapeutic like meditations and visualizations I take my clients through where we look at, I mean so many, so many different things. Um, but some things that came through as I was writing this down, um, are like sending light and and love to like various, parts of yourself, whether that's like an emotional part of yourself that we've personified, the past version of you, future versions of you, um, whatever. Timelines, like going through the, your life timeline and, and yeah, it's like clearing what needs to be cleared and installing what needs to be installed. Like there's some really cool really cool visualizations and practices that we can do that have tangible, you know, effects in your life. So ancestral trauma. And then I just wrote down trust under the spiritual energetic thing, which you can see how these things are like so interrelated because, okay, so my, my experience in trusting myself my development of trusting myself has come so much through a spiritual lens, like trusting my path and trusting that everything's in its right place and nothing has ever gone wrong, um, as my conscious mind would like to believe it has. Um, And just really dropping into this place of like, everything actually happened exactly as it should and there's a deep peace as I even talk about that. And that's just like a spiritual orientation to the world that I love to adopt. Um, okay, what else? So what does it mean to expand your nervous system's capacity? So I would say all of the people I work with, to some extent are highly sensitive people. And I don't really market necessarily to highly sensitive people anymore, but I used to, but those are just the people that are drawn in. Um, And what this means is perhaps you have been labeled throughout your life by someone or people or whatever as too sensitive. And usually that implies like emotional sensitivity, right? Like getting hurt easily, um, being affected by people and energies easily. Um, which is it's all kind of like bullshit anyway, in my opinion. Like, I think I think that this is just generally speaking, this is how I feel, but like people who are not labeled, sensitive or too sensitive have like a lot of like blocks going on that are preventing them from connecting with their own sensitivities and I actually think we're all highly sensitive in our own ways um but I think about how what's so interesting about sensitivity is if you're if you feel a lot my lips are I don't know why I think they're dry if you feel a lot you feel big emotions, you feel strong emotions, Um, you go through internal dramas, maybe you overthink, you're prone to anxiety, those kinds of sensitivities. It also is likely that you're sensitive to food and medications, you're sensitive to um, ingesting the news, (laughs) what other people think of you, you're sensitive to fighting and drama that's going on around you. So when I think about expanding your capacity as a sensitive person living in the world, I think about being with your discomfort, because if you're sensitive, you are naturally going to experience more discomfort, right? The temperature is not quite right. I'm like a little too hot. I'm a little too cold. My stomach feels a little bit weird, Um, you know, like not wanting to go out and socialize with people because maybe you have some social anxiety and fear what people will think of you and what you're going to say and people judging you. I mean, there are so many different variations of this, but essentially expanding your nervous system capacity and what I mean by it is being with the discomfort of what you're feeling in any given moment that you're feeling discomfort and not letting it shut you down and like oh my God this just like dropped in like a I don't even know like a bomb or like a light bulb turned on in my head when I thought about this like this is so integral to to the work that I do with people it's, Feeling a lot, you know, not like it's not suppressing or exiling your big emotions and what you feel, but it's the ability to be with and stay with what you're feeling and not become dysregulated. Dysregulated simply is just experiencing like a nervous system, um, uh, Reactions such as, you know, fight, flight, freeze, fawn. So it's an ability to experience an abundance of discomfort in your body. And, or being in a circumstance or a situation where previously you would have felt a lot. And, staying in it and staying with it and not running away not freezing not fawning not hiding from it but being with it and being okay it's like that the internal peace that can't be like shaken or rattled by external circumstances or even by your own like internal discomfort this is such an art It's such a practice. It's so important. And when I I think about like what most of us want, or at least all, or most of the people that I've worked with and interacted with in my life, it's like, we want peace. We want to feel, you know, content. We want to feel like settled in our bodies. Like we want to feel like good and settled and I think about how like we cannot control external circumstances, but we can practice, I don't wanna use the word control, but we can practice being with many different levels of discomfort in our bodies and breathing through And staying with what we're feeling, staying engaged in, you know, if we're like in a conversation with someone and we're setting boundaries or whatever, and it's being able to stay present and not activated in a stress response. And I feel like that is the ultimate like sign of, you know, having worked through trauma And triggers, right? It's like we're going to be triggered. Life is like (laughs) chaotic often, I would say, or at least semi regularly. And yeah, being able to be with yourself, stay with your emotions, process through in the moment and not become dysregulated. It's so important, so, so important. Okay, so expanding your capacity. To me, it's about creating an orientation towards yourself and the world when it comes to what is your responsibility and what is not your responsibility. And this is just general. What is your fight and what is not your fight to fight? Figuring out what you want, how you feel. um, Reverse engineering from those places of like having that clarity of knowing what you want. Saying, hey, what do I have to do now to get there and to feel that and to have these things? Um, Yeah, reverse engineering who you must be to have those things. Boundaries, trusting yourself and your path. It's all about getting off the victim triangle, which I'm actually not going to go into um, today, but I will. I will soon. And I've talked about it before. So if you look at my other videos, you could definitely find it. Um, but I will say this about the victim triangle. So getting off the victim triangle and becoming the non judgmental observer, becoming assertive and becoming a nurturer instead of a rescuer. Okay. That's all I'm gonna go into today. That feels complete to me. Um, If you have any questions, drop them below. And if you wanna work together, I have maybe two spots for one-on-one coaching. So I'll drop my link for my free consult below and you can sign up there. Um, Yeah, if you're thinking about it, definitely sign up because they fill pretty quickly. And yeah, have a great day or night. Bye.